everybody, welcome to the Five Fussle Podcast. We're talking about being an entrepreneur, multiple ways to make money for your family. I'm your host, Priest Gordon. I'm a retired engineer and full-time day trader. I started a company called Linwood Hugs. I buy properties in Texas and also Colorado. Today's show is going to be kind of cool. We're going to talk about what do you do before you leave your job, and more specifically, five things to do before you quit your job. Because so many times people sit back and they, they want to really leave the job and they don't really know how to do it. They, all think, they always think to themselves, I'm going to make more money and kind of go from there. But what steps do you need to take to make sure your transition from corporate life to your own private entrepreneur life goes well? So the first thing you want to do is make sure you have at least six months of expenses put up. This could be for your emergency fund. This could be for just your cushion to make you feel better. But you want six months of this. And the way you do this is you look at it and you say, okay, you look at your total expenses so you get your last three months of your bank statement. You go through all of those bank statements and you highlight everything that you've used for bills. And you do that in, like, let's say, a green marker. Then you highlight everything you've used for, let's say, extracurricular activities. Highlight that in yellow. Add both of those numbers up. You want to know the total. Then you want to know how much your bills are and also how much your fund money is. That way you know what your budget is every single month and how much you're currently spending to keep your current lifestyle. That way when you do six months of expenses, you can say, okay, I got six months put up of my total expenditures or I have six months of my pure bills that I have and kind of go from there. That way, at least you know how much money you need to have put up and kind of go from there. But like I said, this money covers your emergency costs. That way, as soon as you leave the job, let's say something, your transmission goes out in the car or something like that, you're not going to be hurting and hurting for you from your business money to cover this kind of expense going from there. And at the same time as well, it makes you feel comfortable knowing that you have six months of expenses behind you to make you feel better, make you feel safe about the decision that you're currently making, kind of going from there, okay? Next thing you want to do is you want to look at your business and make sure that your business has been consistently replacing your W-2 income for a few months. So let's say if you're making, let's say, $6,000 a month from your regular W-2 job, you want to make sure that your business is making you 6000 or more and has been doing it for at least the last 90, 90 days. They kind of go from there. You want to make sure that your business is humming and producing the way it should. That way you're not sitting back and making experiments and stuff once you first leave the job. You want everything to be going nice and smooth, and that way you don't have any kind of surprises going on. Because the last thing you want is to sit back and leave it. You leave your secure job. Now you're running your business, but now your business isn't stable. So now you're worried about money and everything else, and you can't really let your business grow the way it should. So the best way to do that is do all your experimenting and your trial and error while you're currently working. Get all the kinks worked out of your business. Make sure everything's flowing. Make sure your funnels are working right. I mean, your, your supply chain, everything you got going on, make sure that's going nice and smooth and you have dependable income coming from this business. Now, what I tell people sometimes is that sometimes you want to make your business grow so well that it forces you to quit. Where you just say, I don't have the time to currently go to work every day because my business requires so much from me or it's just... You know, I'm out here doing these deals. I really don't have time to go to work every day. And when your business forces you to do that, you really know it's time going from there. But more times than not, you just want to make sure that your business has, is replacing your W-2 income and has been doing so consistently for at least three to six months going from there. That'll make you feel better about the changes you got going on and kind of looking at that thing going from there. Okay, the next thing you want to do is you want to look at your 401k. You want to take a real good look at that and realize, okay, this money is just sitting here and I can't touch this on 59 and a half without penalty. Could I better use this money to, let's say, invest in some stocks or some RITs and, and kind of go from there? Or 
can I use this to buy some properties? And then do the bird method and kind of just flip them and keep kind of going from there. Because if you think about it, if this money is just sitting here, you can't touch it for 40 years. You might as well pull it out, take that 10% hit, and use that money and go buy you two properties. And then what, four months later, refi those properties and go get you two more and make that money grow on your own kind of go from there. Because more times than not, you're going to make that 10% back if you take the money and kind of go that route. And that's what I did with mine. It worked out great, but I recommend to people, you got to look at your personal situation. If you already have your real estate stuff going on from there and you want to leave the 401k and let it keep rolling, go forth and do it. But let's say if you need that investment and you got like 70 to 100K sitting in that 401k, pull it out, do what you got to do, as long as you make a smart decision with it. I recommend you take it out and put it in some properties. I wouldn't trade with it. I would take it out and I put it in some properties. That way I know for sure that I'm going to get this property, I'm going to renovate it, I'm going to section it, then I'm going to bird, get my money back out of it and keep going from there. That's a slower game, but in the end, you know your money is secure and it's going to really grow and snowball for you. Because in the end, that same money that you took out of that 401k over time can buy you multiple properties. Let's say you use it to buy one property, and then four months later you burr that one, get that same cash back, go get you another one, four months later burr that one, and keep going. So this same 30, 40 grand that you took can be used to buy multiple properties as long as you're rinsing and repeating the same thing and kind of going from there. So take a look at that 401k. Some people have an issue pulling out because they don't want to pay that 10%. But if you know what you're doing with it, you can sit back and make that 10% back and go from there. So it's always smart to kind of analyze the situation and make the best use of the income and the money you have around you to really go and go from there. And you don't have to pull the whole thing out. You can pull out half, you know, kind of different options to kind of look at that going from there. Next thing we want to look at is all of your medical procedures. Now, why are you working for corporate? You got this good insurance going on. You got your vision, you got your dental, everything else. Go get those appointments. Go get your contacts and your glasses. Get everything done with that. If you're supposed to have a surgery, you've been putting it off, go make it happen. Use this insurance to get everything done medically that you need to get done for yourself, for your kids, whatever's going on from there. Because once you leave corporate, getting insurance is a serious deal. And it's much more expensive on your own compared to when you're working for a company. So you'd much rather sit back and get all the heavy lifting done while you're working with the company than when you go on your own and you're paying for your own insurance you're just doing the basic stuff. You're getting your regular checkups kind of going from there because you've already taken care of the major procedures you have going on from there. So as my buddy Ugo did, he sat back in. I remember for like a good two weeks, he had cotton balls in his mouth and everything else because he couldn't talk because he did all the dental stuff real quick going from there. But that's what you do. You sit back and say, okay, if I'm going to leave the job here on January 1st, starting October, I'm going to start looking at all my stuff, get everything scheduled with my doctors, get all my appointments done. Get everything buttoned up. That way, when I leave the job, I'm healthy. All my procedures are done, and everything is on their copay, taken care of from there, and you're not paying this crazy money out of pocket. That's what you really want to look at. The next thing you want to look at is you want to sit back and go through your Rolodex at the job and make sure you have all the contact info for everybody you really want to stay in contact with. Let's say if you sit back in your company and you really know all the VPs and the C-suite guys and everybody going from there, you want to make sure that you have all their contact info. That way, once you leave, you can stay in contact with them. Because who knows who's going to be your next investor or a business partner? You just never know. And so many times, these guys are making so much money in the C-suite, they don't know what to do with it. And if you're sitting back and let's say you're over here renovating properties in Texas, getting things for cheap, and you bring in investors, great funds, you can sit back and say, hey, Mr. CEO, whoever, I've been working with you for 15 years. This is what I'm doing in Texas. And all my investors are getting these type of returns. Would you like to get in with me? 
And more times than not, considering that they know you and been working with you for so many years, that'd be an easy investor for you to have. You know, I mean, going from there or a silent partner, somebody to sit back and fund your deals. They don't want to be involved in the thing. They just want to sit back and kind of go from there. Or they may sit back and be ready to leave the corporate themselves and jump in with you. You just never know. So at the end, you want to take all those relationships that you built over all those years and really put them all together, get the contact info, you know what I mean? And just work with everybody that way. When you leave, you got your Rolex, you got somebody to start with, and also just to catch up with as well because you just never know how situations will go. You know what I mean? Time. So, so many times when looking at corporate and you're getting ready to leave, people are like, oh, man, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to get on top of the table go crazy. That's not how you want to do it because in the end, you want to sit back and make sure you don't burn any kind of bridges. Now, let's say if the role you left, you were making $80,000, and it was really stressed out because of all the spreadsheets and crazy stuff you were doing. But let's say you come back three years from now, and let's say this particular role, now they're offering you 110, 120, and now all the systems are automated. Let's say there's no more spreadsheets. Let's say it's a new system that gets in here. Everything works out nice and simple. And let's say you get to work from home. So now your entire work dynamic has changed from when you were there before. Before, you were doing all this crazy stuff. Now, it's a much more relaxed situation where you can truly just enjoy the role and flourish at it compared to being stressed out by some of the things you didn't like about that role. But if you would have left in a crazy situation, you wouldn't have the opportunity to go back. You know what I mean? And going from there, or let's say a bigger role opens up, and because of your experience at that same company, you could step back in and take it to higher roles. So make sure you don't bring your bridges. Leave things better the way you found them. You know, do the best you can. Now, sometimes you can't avoid leaving with some crazy stuff going on. I can still say leave with dignity, keep your head held high. Sometimes you leave in a toxic situation and it is what it is, you know what I'm saying, going from there. But I recommend people to sit back, try to leave on good terms. That way, if you ever need to go back, or let's say something happens, whatever going on, that is still an avenue for you to go back and kind of go from there. You know, but this is something I want you guys to kind of understand and just tips to think about and get ready to leave your job. So we can go back over them again real quick. First thing you look at doing is make sure you have six months of expenses stacked up. That way you cover all of your backups and all your emergency funds kind of going from there. You want to make sure that you have um, that your business is actually replacing your W-2 income for three to four to six months. That way it's really consistent kind of going from there. You also want to sit back and check out your 401k. You want to make sure that you got that money um, really working the best way it should for you kind of going from there. Next thing you want to do is you want to look at um, sitting back and making sure you have all of your contacts for everybody going on from there. Make sure you have all your information where you can reach out to everybody. And you also want to make sure that you have your medical situations taken care of doing that. If you do those things, you're going to leave corporate and go to private life in a much smoother situation and a much better chance to succeed and kind of go from there. But guys, this is a five of podcast. We really want to give you guys some steps to kind of help you succeed in life and do what you got to do. My name is Priest Gordon. Like I said before, I'm a full-time day trader. If you're interested in learning how to trade, where I make between $500 to $1,000 every day, I can show you how to do that. Contact me on 5hustles.com or hit me on Instagram at priest.gore, and I kind of show you how to do it going from there. I want you to do three things. If you like this podcast, I want you to like it, follow it, and share it with your friends. Go hustle.